This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Woody. I am Sarah. And this is your AEW Dynamite review for January 12th, 2022. Coming to us from Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, Miss Kenny. I know. This was a very story-heavy. Yeah. An an angle-heavy show where... A lot of the show was built on either starting angles or really getting them going, but that there were there was actually some really good wrestling on the show too. But there was one segment in particular that I could not stand, uh, and I'm I'm rarely really negative on a segment, but it wasn't for me. I'll put it that way. It wasn't yeah. for me. But anyway, before we get into everything, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q and A's, topic discussions interviews and reviews and previews of pay-per-views uh, and also please give us a follow on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beard play and you can follow sarah at strange underscore pixie you can and don't forget to hit that notification bell on our twitter page also give us a follow on spotify google podcast apple podcast wherever you podcast app and if you really like the show, give us five-star review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you can give us a review. That would be awesome. Yes. All right. Sarah. Uh, yeah. Are you ready to toss some dynamite? I am. Let's go. All right. The show kicked off with a segment, not a match, uh, a segment involving Adam Cole, Red Dragon, uh, and eventually involving the Young Bucks and Britt Baker. Uh, hmm. A revelation. I, I, I did not realize that, that, that Britt Baker and Adam Cole were an item. Did you know this? I heard something. An I just thought it was a rumor. An absolute bombshell was dropped here. <laughs> As, it's Adam Cole's girlfriend. Yes. We had a little dissension as we've been having between, you know, Red Dragon, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, this whole situation. We know that it's going to boil into something eventually. Uh, yep. But Best Friends came out. We had an altercation, altercation between the Best Friends, Orange Cassidy, uh, uh, Adam Cole, and, and, and the Elite, I guess the Elite Red Dragon, whatever we're going to call the whole super click elite thing. I'm not sure what to call them exactly. There's so many now. I know. Um, there's so many iterations of it. But in the midst of this, though, Chris Statlander came out, got involved, and that's when Britt Baker made her presence felt as she hit Chris Statlander from behind. And then and, and we got the, 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 on, the first on-screen signs of affection between uh, Adam Cole <laughs> and Britt Baker, which is, a, which is a big talking point. A lot of people were buzzing about that. I feel, like, I feel like that was them kind of like – you know, like on like a dating show, like the big reveal, who's yeah, chosen yeah. who. I was just like, I'm, uh, I'm watching something that I uh, don't know I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> this is really bizarre. <laughs> I love how it went down too, because he did the he, he, he you know for the supposed to be the bucks yeah. kissing him on the cheek, and then Baker's like, no, no, no I got this. I loved that bit though, because I've been wanting like something like that for ages. Whether it was the um, Britt Baker to do it or like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly to do it but I just yeah. can't wait for someone to push the books out <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't just a kiss on the cheek either oh no 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 it was a big old smoochy smoochy I had smooch, to cover smooch. I had to cover my daughter's eyes don't yeah. don't 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 not Paige I don't <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was don't good stuff <laughs> it was good yeah yeah that's not that that's no no. Um, from now on, it, it used to be just when MJF was on screen, I would be like, uh, <laughs> go to the other room. 
Uh, but now it's going to be whenever Adam Cole and, and Baker are on the screen together, I'm like, uh, go to the other room. Uh, yep. I don't know what's going to happen. There's no. just one thing I'm really bad AEW not to do. Mm-hmm. Do not do another wrestling wedding. Please, for the life of me, do not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope they don't, but you know there's a – there's a high percentage chance of it happening at some point. I don't care point. if there's a high percentage chance. Don't I know. It. I know. I don't, I don't want to see it either. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, wedding angles always seem, people seem to, you know. No, they don't. I, I don't know. I, it's not my thing. It's not my thing, but people talk about it, you know, so it's. Yeah, I, but not everybody talks about it in an absolutely fantastic <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, no. put it this way. Like, they've not got a great track record. <laughs> no. In my opinion, they're 0 for 1 on that. Mm. So, mm. But then uh, that led us into CM Punk versus Wardlow, a match in which CM Punk won, but also a match in which Wardlow looked like <laughs> an absolute beast. He powerbombed, powerbombed, powerbombed. It, it was... It was gory. Uh, it, I literally it's... felt like going, stop it. He's already dead. <laughs> CM Punk sold it like a champ. Made oh. Wardlow look like, I mean, this, even though CM Punk got the win, it didn't lessen anything about Wardlow. And it was, the, the outcome was really determined by MJF not letting Wardlow just finish yeah. CM Punk. He wanted to keep, again, we talked about this being an angle heavy show. This match was an angle in itself. It's not just a match. This was mm. this was an angle match. This was a storyline match. Uh, I tell you what, though, Wardlow looks great in purple. Yeah, I wasn't ready for purple Wardlow. Purple Wardlow. Mm. Purple. I wasn't that's ready a for different. That. That's a different vibe. <laughs> it is. And then Sean Sean Spears arrives with his beanie and his shirtless, um, you know, jacket. Here, here, arrived just in time too. Because it was after the match that that we almost we almost got that Wardlow mm. completely annihilating MJF moment because it would have been by your devil. After CM Punk got that roll up victory, because mm. uh, he just he he stole one. And normally I don't like those kind of finishes, the the still one finish, but this worked. Yeah. This worked. Oh yeah, for it me. had to work because like. The size difference for one, CM mm. Punk has basically just been, you know, like almost power bomb through the entire earth. Yeah. And like Wardlow's distracted because of MJF. Obviously, like you'd uh-huh. go for it. Yep. I mean, Punk still wants to win. And, He's not doing it, you know, to be nice. It, and it shows CM Punk's, uh, his veteran presence. And yeah, exactly. The, the lack of presence of you know Wardlow's youth as as yeah as, as a wrestler, but again that whole match put over Wardlow as a beast because Wardlow won that match you know in oh, all yeah. intents and purposes he did yeah. he just didn't get the pinfall because yeah. of MJF. But afterwards, yeah, MJF the finger in the chest in his face just Dude, dogging him out of the ring. Going, what are you doing? <laughs> and Wardlow finally had enough. And it was about to go down. The crowd was into that moment. The crowd was ready for it. And then the accountability buddy shows up and, and basically he saves the day. He Cooler heads prevail to a point. Uh, well, it's Sean Spears, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, though. I'm generally thinking, because they're going to Cleveland, aren't they? Uh, is, it, is it this next week or the week after? I, I think, think it's, it's the I, week after. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's coming it's, up. It's around, it's around like the 23rd, 26th, okay. I think. Okay. But who happens to be from Cleveland? Wardlow. Uh, yes. When is the perfect time to turn? That would be a good spot. There's a lot of stuff that could go down on that Cleveland show. Oh, 100%. I'm just waiting for Mox to turn back up. There, There's a lot of stuff that could happen on that. Mm. Mm. I miss him. I know you do. I, know I can't do. go on podcast without saying it. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can can you mention Moxley <laughs> on a podcast until he finally shows up? You just, 
he'll he'll be back when he's ready. I hope we, he's we know okay. that. I know. Yeah. I, I just like. Yeah. I, I like with the when it was I, I, we'll get to it, but like at the end, I thought this is Mock's time, and then he didn't turn up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. this is it. No, I worked myself it. into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there checking the time, going, "There's so much time left. Where is he?" And then he like caught off. I went, "No, <laughs> <laughs> come on!" Extra I was time. literally screaming at my TV, like, "What the?" immediately goes to Twitter to find out if he showed up after the show. Yeah. Maybe he made his return on, on YouTube. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. he did it on, like, dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know that's not happening, but still. Do. <laughs> but still. Um, all right. We went from one powerhouse mismatch, size mismatch with, 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 C- with CM Punk and uh, Wardlow. To Dante Martin and Powerhouse Ops, a match that I was so ready for, and and and, and this one we've seen them face before. Yep. Outcome was outcome was different before, and this one Dante Martin picked up the victory. Uh, this is a big moment uh, for, mm. for Dante Martin, and in the same way that it, it Wardlow looked like such a beast in that CM Punk match, it was mm. kind of the same thing for for Hobbs. Hobbs oh, still came yeah. out of this looking like a monster, but just had that. That victory snag from him. Um, I literally loved this entire thing for just the fact that Dante Martin's great and amazing. But I have to say, the duo of Hobbs and Ricky Starks is just money when they're together. Because you've got Powerhouse Hobbs and that, like, very discerning little smile that he does that like mm. scares me and also like kind of makes go at the same time and then <laughs> and then you got Ricky Star it's just looking like he's just planning stuff and then he's just like scooting forward behind the referee's back like I'll just punch him but I'll keep looking at the ref <laughs> I was just How- like oh my god he's so brilliant <laughs> I- I was thinking about you when I saw Ricky Starks wearing all black with the black Oh, legs. man. I, I thought somewhere Sarah is melting right now. She melted. She did. <laughs> but the thing is, though, as well, is like like when um, Ricky was like beating down Dante Martin on, like, oh. on the side. And I'm really, really sorry, Dante Martin. I know I'm meant to be on your side, but not when it's Ricky Starks and Powerhouse. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, sorry. But... I just love the fact that Ricky Starr was going, you signed the contract! You signed the contract! Just beating him. He's not letting it go. He's I not letting it go. Like, and then Powerhouse Hobbs like, just like um, a power like bomb thing and goes, Taz, this is for you! Ricky, this is for you! Hawk, this is for you! And I'm there going, I'm pretty sure Hawk wasn't really involved in this, but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just R- absolutely loved it. Ricky on the outside was money though. He, Ricky when he, is gold. When he was when he was kicking Dante when he was down, it looked like he was tap dancing on him. I know. <laughs> Just he's so fast. Like he's dancing on Dante Martin right now. And then later when when Hobbs was out on the outside and he was trying his best to get him up. Please, please. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. said, <laughs> he went from so tough and and menacing, like when he's beating yeah. down Dante to all of a sudden he's Please, like he's praying. Please, big man, get up! <laughs> just, he's just oh, absolutely phenomenal. He's so, he's so emotional. Like, that guy, seriously, put him in some movies because oh my god, he'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. want, genuinely, a Ricky Starks reality show. I just want to follow him and see what he does. He's, I'm just really he, curious on like uh, his general social interactions yeah. because he's just brilliant. I think of, of of all the people on the roster, he really does have that. Um, that I think he's got that it factor to where he yeah. could he could f- find himself in something outside of wrestling at some point. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I really do think. I think he's, he's he's pretty versatile. I think that's what where I'm yeah. going with. I think somebody like you know you think of MJF as somebody that could do something, but he's so MJF. I know it'd be really hard for you to see him as anything else. Yeah, and it's he's so good at, at being that character. It really yeah. would be really hard to, to break out of that. Trying to play like a lead in a romantic comedy, MJ. <laughs> no. no, I can't. <laughs> I'm better than your ex-boyfriend, and you know it. 
<laughs> How about um, Jay Lethal? Uh, aligning yeah, we himself found with him. Dante. Yes. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. One, I still want to know where Leo Rush is. I think he's um, doing like in real world. I think he's doing stuff with a record. Okay. Not in a different world. In, in the real world. In the actual world. In, in the actual world. Okay. In the actual world. <laughs> You know, I, I see Jay Lethal aligning with him. Uh, we've seen Dante somewhat, not realigning, but coming out to to assist, sort of help save Matt Seidel. And mm. um, and then Leo Rush is in the mix. He's not there now. So it's, it's one of those where I'm kind of trying to see exactly where Dante fits and what. I think Dante's got, like, a load of, like, potential fathers. He does. <laughs> He's just trying it's... to, like... It was like, please come to me. And and that not a, I do the, with this and with other angles too that are happening right now. I do, uh, and I'm not being overly critical. I'm not trying to be because uh, I know one thing we agree with on this show, and we really haven't talked about with the amount of interruptions. Oh my god, yes, um, it's a continual thing, and and we've we've talked about it. We had we had a question asked of us on the Q and A about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many interruptions and run-ins to where it makes it makes it when there is an interruption or run-in it doesn't feel as important anymore yeah 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 because we've already seen it a bunch um i know that kind of stuff has to happen in wrestling but it, at some point in my you opinion in, in your, it's a you, surprise you got to pull back the reins just a little bit especially just, if you're doing it in one yeah. show like five six mm-hmm. seven times mm-hmm. uh and, and another thing it was, was i was starting to what I rolled went from one criticism into another, but to get back to my first criticism, um, I wish like with Dante and with even like we're going to talk later a little bit with the Malachi Black situation mm. too. I wish there was more of a focus to where. Yeah. Now I do like that the things branch out and you do have other people interacting, and, and because in reality their paths cross. But at some point, you do need some type of focus so that you can understand what's going on with that character. Dante's a prime example because he's been mixed up with so many people. I just want to see a focus for Dante so you can latch on to exactly where he stands and who he stands with. Yeah. Um, And the same same goes as we get get later with Malachi Black because he had been mixed up with so many people, whether it's Andrade and all this and FTR mixed in there. So I feel like there is focus. Maybe I want to add Andrade that. onto that needs focus as well. Yeah, yeah. You you really, I just, I think there needs to be, we need to whittle some things down. I also think AEW got them into a, got into a place now where their roster is so, so big. Yeah. They literally, like, are a bit lost <laughs> at what to do. Mm-hmm. I know, like, nobody wants anybody to lose a job, but, you know, contracts are coming up. And if they start, you know, not re-signing people, yeah. it might get a little bit less kind of, like, chaotic. Yep, it's, Which is a horrible it, thing to, like, think it, about. But I'm not saying it that I want people to lose job. I'm just saying, no. like, you know, it, the roster is it, so big right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to happen. Uh, it's just natural for it to for contracts to run out, not that yeah. people get cut, but contracts to run out. It's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, it, it again, like you said, don't want people to lose their jobs. But from a uh, creative and a business side, it's mm. going to have to happen at some point. And, and then I mean, they've been free. To, you know, a lot of the talent has been free to work elsewhere, work indie dates yeah. and stuff, too. Uh, so, I mean, hey, you know, if, if, if in the time they were with the company, they didn't quite get over or get the opportunity to put themselves over quite as much as they would. Now they get, yeah. it, they can, they can now go do it somewhere else. And then the door mm-hmm. could be always open for them to come back in. Yeah. Well, a hundred percent doors always going to be open for Indy because yeah. like, that's what <clears throat> AEW is. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, so then we got Chris Jericho. Uh, he was in the back talking to Alex Marvez along with um, Jake Hager Santana and Ortiz again. I want to stop you for one second about this. Yes. Before you tell us everything about it, can I just pop myself again 
with Eddie just poking his head around, like, <laughs> right? And just said, staring at Chris Jericho, like, I'm here. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, yes. I, I adore you. Like, that interruption, 100%. Thank you, Eddie Kingston, because You're... I just love how he's just like, Hello. The, the, that that's the one interruption you're okay with a hundred percent okay yeah my goodness because yeah in the middle of them talking yeah he did literally just popped his head it's right just in. brilliant like hey i'm just walking by oh there's a camera there oh look there's jericho <laughs> but brilliant one, once again though the tension between jericho and eddie kingston it's 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 there and yeah and I couldn't tell, like, when when they were kind of going back and forth, um, Eddie even, you know, he specifically mentioned Santana Ortiz that the, y'all would already have gold if you weren't hanging around yeah. this guy. And I agree and, with that. And Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, but in the middle of them having their spat, Santana Ortiz just walked out. And I couldn't tell – Exactly who they were more upset with. I think it was because, like, obviously, Chris Jericho, like, they're in this, like, you know, inner circle together. Like, they've, you know, from day one type thing. It's, like, really tight-knit. But Eddie's, like, obviously, history type thing. So when you've got people pulling you on either direction, you don't want to get in the middle of it. So you're just like, well, you sort it out because I'm not getting involved. Uh, Yeah. I, where I don't like interruptions, I really did like this segment, though. I, I also I, I, love, I like this tension. I like this tension. I also love the fact that um, like Eddie's just like talking to Jericho, and then Jericho said something, and he went, oh, "What's that mean?" And I was just like, "I love you so much. <laughs> You're so awesome. Please be my friend. <laughs> I want an Eddie Kingston." <laughs> I want an Eddie Kingston. I want I an like Eddie it. Kingston. She doesn't necessarily want the Eddie Kingston. She well, wants... I mean, I would love the wants... Eddie Kingston. She just I just wants... don't know. <laughs> I just don't know how I'd um, how I'd explain that to my husband. Oh, by the way, <laughs> this is Eddie Kingston. He lives here now. So um, <laughs> you go it's... work away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting weird at all. <laughs> and I just like have like Eddie just like giving me like big pep talks all the time. It's so... like, cool, cheers, dude. So... So, it doesn't have to be, if you're listening out there and your name is Eddie Kingston and you're not the Eddie Kingston, she's not asking for the, just any Eddie Kingston. So, But you, you have to, any... like, resemble Eddie Kingston, oh, like, okay, legit. Okay. Like, I can't, I can't just have a random guy who wants to go, hey, I'm Eddie Kingston with, like, shades, spiked blonde hair and, like, you know, like, sweatpants on, so... There's somebody out there. There's a listener out there right now, legally changing their name to Eddie Kingston, and they're gonna show up at yeah. your door. Hey, Sarah. I'm Eddie Kingston. Hey. I go, Nina. <laughs> Slap my door and call the police. That's great. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we found out that MJF was not happy. Um, when is he ever happy? I know. He he was not done. We thought he was done earlier, but he was I not love done. how he just stomped out. It's yeah. just By the way, one second. I've got something else to say. I can up. imagine Tony Khan in the back going, no, no, Max, Max. Stop, 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 stop. God's sake, Max. <laughs> this is supposed to be Adam Page's segment. Ugh. But yes, yeah, so he came out to announce we're going to get the match next week. The match that everybody wants. CM Punk versus Sean Spears. I mean, I'm up for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know it's not what everybody was expecting, but hey, I would love yeah. to see Sean Spears in the ring, so I'm 100% for that. You're down with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with this, too. Uh, there, there's a, a side of me that, that, you know, you see it come and you know. It's, yeah, it's you like, know it's going to happen. It's like every time somebody faces MJF, they have to go through every ball to get to MJF. I literally think, like, I when he first said that, like, you won the match, I was like, who's he going to bring out? Like, who who's going to be the person? And I just went, he's going to bring Nick Gage back. Yeah. <laughs> As he just I got know. this roster of people that's going, I'll just call these guys back up. They'll have another, like, you know, round. And... I don't Cause know, Because if, if he went through, you know, if he, if he tried to go the same route with Jericho where he starts bringing out people yeah. from his past, I'm like, 
Well, there's a lot of stuff he can do with Sam Punk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Coca Cabana. <laughs> you get Ryback. Right <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for any Ryback right fans. Uh, but no. Yeah, well, no. no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's just uh, a little get in the yeah. MJF. Yeah, but it's yeah. I, I, you know it's coming where you got to go through everybody to get to him. But it, and normally, I, like you see it coming, I'm like, ah, here we go again. But I'm okay with this. I'm I love how he's like, I, no more hiding, no more hiding. John Spears is like, still hiding, still hiding, hiding. But okay. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's. I think this might be the last time he can kind of pull this. You got to go through everybody to get to me thing. It, it'll. I hope so. If if he does this again with his next opponent, I think at that point we're gonna go. Okay, come on. I would man. love it if it's like right, we so gotta do something different. So Sean Spears has done it now, and he's like, "Oh, who've I got next?" Um, Daps, and then yeah. Cash, Cash, and then Tully. <laughs> <laughs> Tully's the final boss, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm running out of people." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he starts deputizing brand new members of of the uh, the Pinnacle. Uh, just, just random. Just gets like indie kids, like, <laughs> like yeah. anywhere going. Right, you're not part of the pinnacle. Go beat CM Punk. Ah, he, you're lost. You're not part of he, it no more. <laughs> he starts. He starts bringing in every single person that Wardlow has beaten. Yeah, <laughs> his line of of, of indie talent. Um, He's just going through his Twitter, going. Uh, you can go. You can go. Yeah, you got. All right, so we are about to hear from the. AEW World Champion Hangman Adam Page, mm. and I regret. Well, well, not now. He's not here. He's not here. But, but this is what happened on the yeah. show. We're we're to that moment. Actually, <laughs> he's not here. As far Ladies as I know, we've done it. <laughs> yes, we got him on the show. We got him. No. Howdy, howdy, y'all. Not let's yet. Ca- let's do some Cowboys. All right. No, that's, that's I, a really bad accent. I'm just and trying you're to. American, I was just trying to sound as cowboy as I could. Not English. He's from Virginia, not Texas. Uh, I can't do a Virginia accent. Oh, well, I definitely don't know what it sounds like. I can't do an Alabama well, accent. This you is where sound I the am. Lincoln same. <laughs> so do you. Just a Virginia. So How do you. How do we sound the same? You've got pushed <laughs> down south. You've got, like, if you talk about the whole UK, you've got Scottish, you've got Welsh, you've got Manx, you've got Belfast, you've got Scouse. Look, None of them sound the same. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't speak British. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But this, <sighs> I'm trying to reel it back in. This is the segment that I absolutely did not like. Okay, and it's it's it pains me to say that because I love Adam Page, I do, mm. and it, it is not what Adam Page because he came out, you know, he's he's wanting a challenger, he's wanting to be challenged, he's the champion. That's what you want from mm-hmm. from your from our anxious millennial cowboy. You yep. want him to want a challenger, uh, and then out comes Dan Lambert, and from that point, I said, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I loved about that was Hangman just went, shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the perfect response. I was literally like, you and me both, Bruce. You and me both. Like, yeah. thank you, you're finally saying what everybody's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and he went, you know, Lambert goes through all the different, uh, you know, pr- praising Paige. He was praising him, which is good. But then went on to to say, you know, you're not really holding up to what a cowboy is though that's yeah. that's he's got to find a negative and that's what he's finding you know you're not a real cowboy though yeah yeah so i'm thinking like but what is my whole thought was what is lambert out here for what what's the point yeah. like, who who is challenging he put tp in him yeah 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 <laughs> i'm like is it scorpio sky is it you know is it ethan page it, are we bringing in some mma guys is, yeah is, is now page gonna go win an mma title at this point you know what are we doing <laughs> But then Lance Archer's music hit, and I should it, it for a moment. I was elated mm. to hear that music again, to see Lance Archer coming out. He looked great. Oh, he, looked he looked like looks a million amazing! Bucks. Looked 
awesome. Guy is jacked, man. Lambert looked like he he, he pissed his pants when he saw Lance yeah. Archer come out, but Archer wasn't out there to mess with, with Lambert. Not sure what that means. Not sure if he's uh, on the same page as Lambert now or if he just wasn't dealing with him. I'm not sure. That's a whole different topic there. But so he goes after Paige, and then he, he hit the blackout on the chair, which was absolutely brutal. The segment, yeah. the way everything looked on the surface, just judging it as a segment, was not bad. Yeah. Like, that's not the, the reason I didn't like this segment. The reason I didn't like it is because, yay, Lance Archer's back. We love Lance Archer. I mm. love him. You love him. The majority of people that listen to the show love Lance Archer. Yep. However, he's brought right back in. Yep. To a, a program in which he's gonna lose. Yep. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Which and and I, I don't like to speculate about contract situations. Mm. I don't like to do that, but I'm gonna do that for just a second uh, because my understanding, you know, which my source is Twitter, so go <laughs> is what yeah. it is. Real verified. Sixty uh, percent of the time, it's right every time. But it makes sense too, timeline wise. It, but from what I'm, I've, I've read recently is that his contract is due up fairly mm. soon, at least within the year, within this year with AEW, which mm. makes sense from when he when he came in. That kind of makes sense, timeline wise. This honestly, this telegraphs to me that he's not going to be back when his contract's up, and I hate to look at it that way. <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's on his end or AEW's end. Because if he's coming back and his angle as soon as he comes back in is right back into losing in a title title feud that he's going to lose, he's not going to beat Adam Page. No. He's not. He's not going to lose it. That's not the program you put somebody in if you have a long-term plan for him, in my opinion. So I'm not sure if, if, if he's decided – like, hey, I'm gonna finish out my contract and lose. So they're just gonna they're gonna use him to help build Page up even more to have Page defeat this monster because he just got through with the technical battle mm. with Brian Danison. So this is gonna be more of a size difference. Yeah, you know he's gonna defeat that monster, which is not a bad place, not a bad story mm. to tell with Page, but it's not good for Lance Archer. Uh, um, yeah. So I just want to go on this segment because okay. I. As you probably are aware, I'm not a huge Dan Lambert fan. Yeah. I think he's getting into the territory of creepy uncle and I don't like it. It's just really like <laughs> it just it literally makes my toes hurt. I just I don't know what is going on. Um I personally think Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page would be a lot better without him. That's my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. Um but the one thing I do want to say about Dan Lambert is Sometimes he just popped me with just random lines, and he literally went, "I've been looking for you on milk cartons everywhere." To that side. And I was just like, oh, "My God, that was such a, like," because I was like, "We thought he was in the bathroom. <laughs> He's been trying to time. find the ring the entire time." Um, Finally made it back. But I do, I do see what you're saying about like, um, you know, coming back into like an angle where he's obviously yeah. going to like, you know. Not yeah, succeeding at the title. My only, my only kind of, my only kind of thing about, obviously the contract side of things. Mm-hmm. My only kind of like thing about maybe what you're saying isn't happening, and it mm-hmm. is such a thin thread to go on. Yeah, but he's only just had an action figure done. True. Now, That's... I. I Looking yeah. at who's had action figures, yeah, in the company, I I wouldn't have thought they'd have done that if they expected yeah. him it, to not renew. That's a good point, though. That there there is an action figure, so there was some type of investment there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, we'll see. And it, I don't want him going anywhere. No, I, I don't. don't. I don't. I want to say that I don't. It's, it, I don't want him. I want him to stay in AW because I love Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, from a booking side, it doesn't. I, I, you know, I'd mentioned before I would have loved to seen him come in as a member of the House of Black. Uh, but that's just how I envisioned it. And I, if he was, if, if he was involved in something like that, I would think, wow, okay, there's a long term story that had him off TV for a while. And I know he was injured 
Yeah. Uh, but I thought this was such a great opportunity with him gone um, for this period of time to bring him back and m- open our eyes to, okay, this is the new vision for Lance Archer. And I was just, I was disappointed to mm. not to see him back, but to see him back in the same type of role. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I, hope, I follow I him on please. Instagram and he's been pretty active. Yeah. Um, while he's been obviously like recovering and stuff mm-hmm. and talking about coming back and he constantly has his little action figure with him yeah. um, and stuff <laughs> like that. So, I mean, look, I you don't it, know man. what, you don't I know what's it. going on, but at the moment I personally wouldn't be worried. Okay. Because so- like what we said about the Malachi Black thing is, don't forget Malachi Black comes in and changes people. If Lance Archer goes in the title picture and loses, that's an opportunity for Malachi Black. True. So I, I think I don't think we can look that far ahead yet. Because as we always say, and I mean I know this show hasn't like, you know, kind of like, you know, been a massive, like amazing show. But yeah. I still do agree with the fact that we still have to trust the process because so far Yeah. They've not really gone wrong with it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just um, going to hold off. Oh yeah, I, I'm. I'm always crossing my fingers and 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 and, and, and trusting that there's something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's rare that I'm going to get to the point where I'm like, oh come on, like I'm just really frustrated. And it's rare that you get there too. You know, yeah, like, like you were with the Orange Cassidy uh, Matt Hardy thing, where you're just like, yeah, move on, yeah, move on. We don't get there that often with stuff. No. Um, I've just, I got there with Lance with this one, but yeah, mm. we tr- we I trust that there's there's hopefully a plan, uh, but I just have a little bit of doubt for the first mm-hmm. time in a, for the first time in a while. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then we found out that Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson are going to be taking on FTR next week. Uh, this all came about in a backstage segment where we had a little four horseman tease. We've gotten a few of those uh, over since the history, since the beginning of AEW, but we had another one backstage with Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Uh, mm. But because of this, we're going to get FTR versus was it cash the that? two young guys. Was it cash that was like, um, bye daddy to Arn or something? That's just <laughs> yeah. like, Arn is something you wish he had. I was just like, wow. He's standing right there. <laughs> right in front of him. You could at least wait till he walks off or something. Come on. Jeez. Uh, yeah. No chance. No chance that FTR loses that match next oh, week. Oh, no, but, no. <laughs> but, but it's a nice little short, little short uh, story. It'd be an interesting it. angle more for like the Arn and Tully side, I'm thinking. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, FTR are, are, are big horsemen guys. Yeah. They really well, are. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're... Now they're going to get a chance to to beat up the son of a horseman. That's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when All you right. put it like that. <laughs> and we found out in a backstage segment that we're going to get a mixed tag match next week. Uh, we don't get these that often. So uh, yeah. it's going to be Adam Cole and Britt Baker teaming against Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy. What, did you, what do you think about this announcement and what about the segment backstage? Okay. I yeah. have to talk about this segment so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've put it on Twitter, but I'm sorry. Kyle O'Reilly <clears throat> is like deadpan hilarious. <laughs> like he literally, his humor would fit very well in the UK. Um, yeah. I literally love how he was like, Landon, are you recording? Eye contact, eye contact. And then <laughs> the books go, it's Brandon. And he's like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> And then like, Adam Cole's obviously going, oh, we've like beaten the best friends again and again, and Bob's just going again and again and again <laughs> yeah. on the side of him. And then you just see Britt Baker sneaking behind, and like, obviously the announcement's done. And then she goes, right, Brandon Butler, cut it. And the books go, Cutler, Cutler. And just cut back to um, Kyle O'Reilly going, Landon, I can't dance, I can't dance. I just, I literally was trying not to, like... Because I watched this late in the afternoon because I had stuff to do this morning. But yep. I was, like, eating my lunch and I was just, like, I cannot spit, like, 
food all over the floor <laughs> because this is brilliant. I mean, I am genuinely like, I just want like a load of Kyle O'Reilly stuff. And he's now on BTE. He was on BTE uh-huh. um, this Monday with Bobby Fish and Adam Cole with um, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. And I'm telling you, watch BTE just for that bit because, oh my God, they're so funny. <laughs> Listen to Aunt Sarah. Watch BTE. Seriously, so, so good. I think she's talking to me, too. Though. I am really talking okay. to you. Okay. <laughs> you don't do anything on Mondays. <laughs> I do some things. No, you record something with me, and then you do nothing. I, I, <laughs> that's exactly. I, I sleep, I wake up, record, and I go back to sleep. <laughs> well, before you go back to sleep, watch BTE. Okay. <laughs> it's literally not going to take much of your time. I know. I know. I'll get caught up one day. You believe me, right? No. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> next, we had Akaro Shida versus Serena Deeb. This was four, quick. Four. But it wasn't much of a four. But the Serena Deeb won this built off of the fact that she attacked Shida before they got to the ring. She, she attacked the leg with the kendo stick. Uh, eventually, Sheeta not t- she didn't tap out. The ref no. called for the bell because she uh, she was caught in the uh, serenity lock, and she the ref kind of made a decision that uh, she couldn't continue based on the injury uh, before the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this finish. Before you talk about it, I love the way they they did this because I wanted a five. I wanted a match five, and I want to see match five at Revolution. Mm. I, I want to see a lights out match at Revolution Ooh. between them two. Either lights out or put them in a cage. Give these ladies the the type of treatment yeah. that you would give to a men's feud that means 100%. something. 100%. Put them in a freaking cage. If not that, at least lights out. Because this deserves it and it's set up perfectly now because she is not probably going to be out of action kayfabe for a little while. Mm-hmm. This allows Deeb to go on a run to where she's 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 got a match next week against Sky Blue, and she gets to show that brutal side because she got even brutaler in this. If is that even word. a word? I, I, it is on this podcast. She okay. got she got brutaler in brutaler. In, in, in this match, and she's going to get even brutaler next week. <laughs> she's going to be the brutalist. Sheeta is out of action because of the knee, and then when she comes back, they have that match, and it should be bloody and brutal. And it should be on pay-per-view, giving yep. us another women's match on pay-per-view. Uh, yep. We can have more than one on that oh, pay-per-view. So I, I was like, wow, that's over. Um, yeah. That's okay. I was, I was like, when can you miss it? But it mm-hmm. was so good because you needed it to be kind of like, I mean, look, trying to get Serena Deeb over is like an absolute you know, monster. They're doing really well with that because I'm petrified of her. Um, but I, I do love the fact that, um, like, Aubrey's <laughs> trying to, like, restrain Serena in the corner. You can see her going, get off me! Get off me! <laughs> and then as, like, the rest of the, like, the refs come out and, like, they manage to finally get, like, Serena out and stuff, you can see, like, the refs kind of, like, making a bit of, like, um, a ref barrier. And yeah. To stop Serena, but then you see, you see Ty Conte, Anna J, and Sky Blue run down, and I legit thought the ref was going to take them out for a second <laughs> because he was like, "Oh no, they're here to help the coach." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Could you imagine if like you just like no stop? What are they doing, dude? No. We're trying to help. We're trying to help." But I love that because that means in the women's division we've got alliances, and that means storylines are actually building which actually means we get more women's content yeah and, and that and and the fact that it's like the ladies were looking at serena d like she was some type of monster yeah that just her the way d was treated in that post-match mm. was perfect was perfect because the refs were you know she was you know walking off from the situation like i said i was gonna do this, this is what i said yeah. i was gonna do that's what I said I was going to do. I did what I and, said. And the, it, yeah, and everybody was looking at her like, what, what is wrong with you? You know, it's like she just went psycho. 
Yeah. That is perfect. Yeah. Because deep this this is this is good stuff with Serena Deep. Yeah. Uh, and I'm we need a, a deep match every every dynamite going forward, or mm-hmm. at least every dynamite or rampage once a week. This should show yeah. how brutal she is. Yeah. Uh, and then we found out that Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus have a challenger next week for the tag titles. Is it mm. going to be next week? No, it's going to be a Rampage, right? Rampage, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus have challengers for Rampage, a top five team that I don't think Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus were aware that they were a top five team. <laughs> it's going to be John Silver and Alex Reynolds. And man, anytime Silver and Reynolds are on TV, it's gold. Oh, I just, I yeah. love you cannot, you cannot not love those two on no. TV. Yep. They're just pure, like, bottled joy. Yep. They were, and they were, uh, Silver said they were top five in several categories. Top five fists or something. I don't even remember. Top what five what meat, I think one of them was. Top five meat. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's good. And Jungle Boys are going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, love the fact that Luchasaurus is just like, went. <laughs> I mean, what? it was obviously like you know a bit more scary than that, but yeah. um, I was just like, I don't know why, but I was just like, I love the fact that he's got the dinosaur gimmick, but I obviously we know it's a guy, and I'm just like, he's he's bilingual. He speaks dinosaur. Just like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is bizarre. Yep. So in the next match. Penta got the victory over Matt Hardy in his home state. Mm. Uh, goes against the uh, the getting the win in your home state booking. Uh, but it is Hardy, Matt Hardy. Yeah, but Hardy, <laughs> he, he was the uh, the heel in this, so I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Penta afterwards had some words with Alex. Abrahantes had some words from Malachi Black. Uh, let him know that they were going to teach him some t- teach him some respect. And that's when the uh, the lights went out, came back on. Malachi Black's in the ring, uh, goes after both guys, but then Varsity Blondes run down along with uh, Julia Hart, and they basically it's a it's a three or four on one situation, depending on if you count Alex in this or not. Yeah. Uh, where they got well, Alex and, just kind of got knocked out by Malachi Black. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and and Malachi is kind of smiling, looking around at the people around him. He's counting them. You know, like, okay, yeah. you, you, you. And Julia Hart, if you notice, she's kind yeah. of calling, she's calling them off. She doesn't want yeah. to attack Malachi Black, which that's interesting. It kind of got lost in the shuffle because there's yeah. a lot going on. But the lights go out again, come back on, and Brody King. Uh, what a beast, man. A hulk of a man. Uh, who I think not an inch of his body is not covered with a tattoo, by the way. I mean, that's good for me. They Malachi Black couldn't be any scarier. He's just got scarier. <laughs> yes, he's got a big man on his side. He's got a big boy. And that move they did with with Malachi. Oh, what a brutal thing! Throwing him to Jeez. to Brody King for the 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 power slams. So yeah, the House of Black has its first non Malachi Black member. Yeah, uh, and Brody King. So official. This is, this is where things start building for Malachi Black. We talked yeah. about focus for him, and I, I'm hoping this is what this is. I hope this is the beginning yeah. of, of a real focus on that stable because mm-hmm. I think he is a great leader for his stable, and I think that's what Malachi Black needs. Yeah, he needs he needs subjects in mm-hmm. his in his group, you know. Uh, but back to Julia Hart, her calling them off is that? Do you think that's that means something more than am I or am I reading too much into that? Like, Do you know what I think? It's gonna be one of them where it's a really slow reveal. Excalibur mentioned Malachi Black and Brody King as the kings of the Black Throne. I love that name. Now, was that something just thrown out by Excalibur, or you think that's that's what they're gonna be called as a as a team? I mean, I'm gonna, it sounds kind of cool. I don't think he would have said it like that yeah. if it wasn't something that's already been kind of like yeah said i like the name though it has, it has a nice ring to it yeah so, within the house of black uh maybe that'll be their their tag team name that's good stuff yeah all right then we had max caster 
and Anthony Bowens, also known as the acclaimed, defeating Bear Country. How did you like this match? Uh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> but, I, but then afterwards, we've got, we got a Sting and Darby. Yeah, yeah. Because... That, see, this is the thing sometimes with me. Like, I get that you need things to build, and sometimes you need an angle, but you need to work it after a match, and I get that. The only problem for me is it seems to happen quite a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't yep. feel as organic as what it once Ex- did in AEW. Yeah, exactly. It it, just, it goes in with the whole too many run-ins, too many interruptions. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 really hard to get excited about. Even though you, you do like seeing some of your favorite people out there. Mm-hmm. It you I'd love to see it things like this done more create creatively. Yeah. I, I feel bad saying that because normally I don't like to criticize something unless I have a better idea. I don't off the top of my head. I don't have a better idea, like exactly how I would have booked that. But yeah, they're, they're really, they, in, in our opinion, I know we've talked about it. They need to kind of clean that up a little bit. Yeah. But I do just on, on the acclaim for a minute. I, and I haven't talked a ton about them in the past, but, they're really, they may have, in my opinion, one of the highest upsides of a tag team in AEW as an act. Because mm. I do, I do like them as an act. And they're really, they're a great combination. Uh, Max Caster is, 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 is really good on the mic and what he does, whether he takes it too far sometimes. Yeah. Yes. But he's really comfortable, really good at what he does on the mic. And, man, Anthony Bowens is just the one that can really go on that oh, team. Oh, yeah. He is a package. You know, I mean, he can he can go in the ring, and he has an intensity in the ring. And Max Caster plays a really good, you know, chicken crap kind of heel when he, mm-hmm. when, he, when he needs to be, too. I just like them as an act, as a package. And I, yeah. think, I think at some point they're really going to hit their stride when, when the – when the opportunity opens up for them to actually go for seriously make a run for tag team gold, I think it's they're going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to see them featured against Sting and Darby, uh, mm-hmm. which we know they're not going to come out on the good side in any kind of feud with Sting mm-hmm. and Darby right now. But I think they're one of those tag teams to watch in the future, though. I oh, really 100%. Like them. <clears throat> All right. Look, this is one of the more interesting parts of the show for me. It was the, the little, little short little vignette uh, pre-taped thing with with pack to where he was blindfolded uh mm. holding tarot cards um yeah and who do we know has just recently held tarot cards yeah that was malachi black right mm-hmm. so and he, he he's talked about how he's he's not angry anymore that he can see clearly you know he yeah. can see a clear a clear vision a different perspective I can see clearly now. <clears throat> rain has gone. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what he was thinking. That is literally what I was thinking when he said it. <laughs> if we only had that music playing in the background, it would totally change the mood of that segment. Oh, 100%. But, but yeah, so is he? Do you do you think? Is he? What, do you <laughs> do, do you think? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Like, is he going to be the next? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? What I'm thinking? What you're thinking? <laughs> Are we thinking what we're thinking? thinking? Are we? Do they know that we know that they know we know? I don't know. (laughs) I mean. House of Black, yes or no? Possibly. I mean, it's, it would be, it's, it's convenient considering the feud right now. Yeah. I think, I I think it was intended to be uh, Malachi Black and Brody King feuding with Penta and Phoenix. Yeah. Obviously, that can't happen right now because Phoenix is recovering. Uh, speedy recovery to Phoenix, hopefully. 100%. Um, but now, uh, I, 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 maybe we're supposed to assume when he comes back that he's going to be with Penta and then he's going to turn. Uh, I don't think it'll be a huge surprise at this point because it looks like he might have already turned. <laughs> I love Heel Pack, though. Yeah. And I think this is promising because I love this vignette. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I mean, when this first came on, I genuinely, and I don't know why I got so worked, but I was just like, oh my God, is he like retiring? <laughs> like, because he was like, I, I can't see. I was like, 
Oh my God! Like, <laughs> wow, that, that went far. Um, <laughs> He's blind now. And then I was just like, "Yeah, put yourself together, woman. Um, <laughs> you are watching wrestling." <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, who knows what the hell is going on? But I mean, yeah. I don't you know. know. I'd love to see him come back and wrestle blindfold for this point forward. How awesome would that be? Awesome I mean, be? I mean, we've had eye patches, but let's go the full. Let's get him a guide dog. Pat comes out of a Labrador. I got a blindfold on. I'm going to wrestle this way. Comes um, out of a Labrador in a white cane, like ooh, yeah, new gimmick. <laughs> but I'm really, I'm, I'm psyched for him to make his return to see see exactly yeah. how how this lines up. Then we heard from uh, Matt Hardy backstage. This is the segment I couldn't stand. Okay, this is this is your one your your big negative. Yep, the big the big negative. Uh, Matt Hardy interrupted again. Another interruption. This mm-hmm. one by Andre. Oh, Andre, not Andre the Andre. Giant. God, I don't Andre, think he's in AEW. <laughs> Andre the Giant is not in AEW. Uh, Andrade. That'd be interesting. Yes, it would. On several levels. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Andrade El Idolo interrupted Matt Hardy, and they're going to have some kind of business meeting, it sounds like, um, an alignment. Uh, Matt Hardy even kind of sounded like he needed to, in a way, step away from the Hardy family office to make a change. And he, and even after he walked off with, with Andrade, yeah, the private party looked a little perplexed. So you were perplexed too, huh? Um. Yeah, because, look, I, I have to say this every time I have a negative with Matt Hardy. Mm. I love Matt Hardy. Like, the guy is the reason, and his brother is the reason I'm even in this situation. Like, you, you can say that's good or bad. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I, this is this is why. Yeah, so my thing with Matt Hardy is, it's like, I don't know what the idea is with him in AEW, but it feels <laughs> like he's just there to, like, be annoying. At this point, <laughs> and I know that sounds horrible, but my problem is, is every time he's involved in anything, he just seems to just appear. Yeah, like, he doesn't. He doesn't even seem to like have a flow with what he's doing. Um, yeah. he just seems to like randomly jump from situation to situation, and Andrade seems to be in kind of roughly the same boat as Matt Hardy were. He doesn't seem to have a flow or a direction. He's just kind of yeah, in and out of different things. And it's really beginning to bug me. It's like, like we said, focus, but I'm like screaming focus. at my TV going, what are you doing, pick a lane? But yeah, now he's a business deal with Matt Hardy. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It's, it's the focus. Yeah. Like we talked about it. it you got to find something to latch onto and you really like because i want to i want to get into andrade i love andrade mm-hmm. and i'm i want to get into whatever matt's doing too but there's really i can't hang on to anything no. like i don't yeah uh so hopefully they find some focus but I, I did wonder when he when he mentioned when matt hardy mentioned i forgot how he worded it but wanting to make a change and, and needing to maybe step away from the hfo for a little bit mm. I wonder if this is a way out of the HFO situation because at some point his brother's coming in. Mm. And and if the Hardy family office is going, that's really going to be weird. That's not going to work out. Yeah. Um, so I just, it made me think, like, is this the start of the dissolving of the Hardy family office because this is where Matt's going to go? Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, main event. The not the TNT championship match, the interim TNT championship, yeah, match, because Cody, the real TNT champion, Sarah, is yeah, returning, is returning next week. I know Yay. You're so excited! I'm ready, I'm really I'm so ready excited. For I just can't hide yeah. it. But this was the match of the night, in my opinion, uh, and put in a great spot, too. This deserved to be the main event, Sammy Guevara defeated Red Death Daniel Garcia in this main event. Uh, but there was a lot of uh, not interference necessarily. You just had you had Jericho on the outside and you had Eddie Kingston on the outside. 
neither one of them wanted Daniel Garcia to win this match. <laughs> no. It wasn't. It wasn't like you had somebody out there in support of either guy. Um, but afterwards, after the victory, after uh, Sammy Guevara had won, we did have that that face to face altercation between uh, Jericho and Eddie Kingston. So. We had the story with, 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 the, with the match, and then we had the story afterwards. So how did you like the way the show ended? One, I love the fact that Eddie Kingston was just talking absolute, like, <laughs> shit on the side of the <laughs> Yes. Because he was just constantly going, what are you doing? What? <laughs> what? Like, just, oh, I, my God. Can he be there I, all the time just commentating? I tweeted during during that match and said, this is a moment where I would love to have uh, Jericho and Eddie Kingston both mic'd up to where yeah. you can hear exactly what they're saying the whole time because they're jawing back and forth with each other. Oh, yeah. Match, so. I, I love that bit. Um, I, I I know, like, I'm I'm obviously like a fan of Sammy Guevara because he is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But I sort of was kind of more rooting for Daniel Garcia in this. I don't know. I think I'm just like, I think because I'm like kind of on like a little Daniel Garcia hype train, I was just like, look yeah. at him go. <laughs> um, it, he's so if, good. If I wasn't a fan of him before, and yeah, I, I was, exactly. this match is, 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 would definitely have won me over because he, and, and look, I heard some I heard some criticisms too of of the main event of a show featuring okay Sammy Guevara, but featuring Danny Garcia, who's not as well known. So they're like, man, this is the main event is just Danny Garcia guy. But if you watch the match, it, 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 one it puts the TNT title over as something that should be treated as a main event, and it should mm-hmm. be. Two. We're creating new stars. That's the point. You you can't create new stars unless you put new stars in those spots. Yeah. And so while some criticism I see is valid, I don't see that necessarily as valid no. in, my, in my opinion. We all have no. different opinions. I love the spot. I love Danny Garcia being given this spot because the dude can go. And he deserved to see, have it more also, people see him go. It also proves like what AEW sees in him as well. Yes. This is kind yeah. of like what they did with Sammy Guevara when he started. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't forget, like, Sammy Guevara had, like, the first match on Dynamite against Cody Rose. He was yeah. always, they always saw something in him to go to the top. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, can I just have Eddie Kingston just commenting on just, like, random stuff? <laughs> just like, I'm here at this dinner line and this guy's gone for beans and peas what <laughs> just i just i just need him to just like randomly comment on stuff um <laughs> the other thing that i have to mention is i thought this is when mox was turning up uh it was not it was Spo- not spoiler alert just in case you haven't watched the show yet moxley did not turn up here but can i ask you a question because you are a jericho guy mm-hmm. yeah i uh, always have been should i ask you because i generally think like, I'm not a fan of Jericho yeah. as a face. Yeah. Do you think he's better if he goes back heel? He's, in my opinion, of all of my time watching Jericho, he is 100% better as a heel. Yeah. I became a fan of his in WCW when he was the whiny conspiracy theorist yeah. heel when he thought everybody was against him. And yeah, that's, that's, where, that's where I think he shines. Yeah. Now, I love it whenever he returns, like he's been gone for a while and he comes back to that baby face pop and everything. He plays a baby face. That's cool for a little bit, but after a while, I'm ready for Hill Jericho again. Totally. He, yeah, because I, I'm I'm getting a bit like... Yeah. I don't want to say like sick, but I'm just getting a bit like kind of fed up of like the same thing with yeah. him. It doesn't feel like there's anything new happening at any point. Well, even though, like, I'm a, you know, I've been a Jericho guy for so long, even though I am, yeah. I'm not going to just going to praise everything Jericho does. Uh, yeah, I can totally see, like, from a certain point, uh, how things can get stale, especially mm-hmm. for him as a baby face. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think of him leaning more into that hillside mm. again, uh, not just all of a sudden hill turn, but him just being Jericho and being a smart aleck about everything and, and yeah. making, it all, making it all about him. 
um, I think that could because I I like genuinely up. loved him like at the start and stuff with like all the mm-hmm. like you know lexicon thing and the stuff with Mark surprisingly and yeah. you know just other stuff like that. But I also I'm I also don't know if it's time for like the inner circle to like have a break. I and agree. Just kind of like divert and do the wrong. I don't know what that means for Jake Hager. Uh, yeah, he might be a bit of a true. lost puppy, but. I do, I do think it's about time. I think I, I think it's about time because obviously Sammy's got his own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz need to get them tag titles by the end of 2022. And go ahead and join Eddie Kingston. Make or it a I thing. will riot. Make it a thing. Yeah, um, make it a thing. Also, Eddie Kingston needs to adopt Daniel Garcia. Yeah, um, I, think, I, I think the only one that would be in trouble would be Hager mm-hmm. uh, because he... Sammy, I think, would be fine on his own. Yeah. Uh, I think... Well, Sammy's got Fuego and stuff to back True. up. And, yeah, yeah. You know. But even if he went completely solo, I, I think he's got, I think he's a good promo guy. I oh, yeah, he's, it's 100%. He, yeah, he's better than I think a lot of people may realize. Uh, he's mm. not perfect. He's still young. Uh, but he, he's he, 28. He's, yeah, he's getting even better uh, as a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santana Ortiz will be fine by themselves or, with Eddie, King, or with Eddie Kingston. Mm. Jericho obviously doesn't need anybody. He's no. Jericho. Uh, but Hager, yeah, he's one that's it, – uh, it would be kind of hard to find a spot for him. I feel like he would almost need to be with another group in order for yeah. it to, to work. Uh, but we'll we'll see how things shake out. But I agree. I do think uh, the end of the inner circle may be closer than we realize. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but fun ending to the show. Not a perfect dynamite. And I, no. I, I will say I did – I've read a lot of negative stuff about this dynamite. I'm not as negative as, as a lot of people, I think. Mm. Um, but I do agree that there's, there's some things that need to be fixed. Those interferences, uh, interruptions that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see a lot less of that and more focus. Um, yep. For characters. More Tony focus Khan, on, oh. we know you listen because you've done the t-shirt I wanted. So yeah. <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Please. Just l- listen to most of what we say. Uh, yeah, listen to like 99%. Yeah, yeah. Just forget the rest. Um, yes, but uh, we hope you enjoyed our review of Dynamite. We're looking forward to Rampage this week and uh, and Dynamite next week. Um, uh, that Cleveland show, whenever it's going to be next week or the week after, that's that's one really to focus on. I really oh, hundred percent. I think that Cleveland show is going to be going to be a big one. Mm. Uh, but thank y'all so much for listening. But before you go, don't forget to check us out on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyX the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And hit that notification bell, if you don't mind, so you can keep up with everything we tweet from the show's Twitter page. Uh, But thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. All of a sudden, he starts just deputizing people to join the inner circle, like interim members of the inner the circle. The pinnacle. Uh, sorry, the pinnacle. Yeah, whatever they're called. You know that group. Yes. <laughs> that group, that doesn't seem to be a group most of the time. No, yeah, I know I who they are. So <laughs> Do they know that we know that they know we know? I don't know. <laughs>